a swing. Pearl began to draw in the mist on the window pane. She drew a little canal boat. At the window were her bluebird curtains, and on the roof a row of plant pots full of flowers. Then she drew a tree overhanging the boat, a golden blossom tree that smelled of sweetness and summer. And I think there's a climbing frame in the garden too, concluded Bernie. Pearl sniffed. Really? Anyone would think she was a little kid. Bernie turned the car into a wide driveway. The front door opened and there was Cathy, all smiles, and Jamal behind her. Hi, Pearl. We're so glad to see you. Pearl hoped very much that Cathy wasn't going to kiss her. She followed Jamal into a big room. There was a real fire burning in the grate and the table was set for tea. Pearl stared hard at the carpet. Would you like to see the guinea pig? Cathy held out her hand. Pearl did not take it. Why did everyone treat her like a baby? Was it because she was small for her age? It was infuriating. Jamal took her out the back. It was true, there was an apple tree and a climbing frame and a cat and a guinea pig. The cat was a big ginger tom with green eyes. Pearl thought about Tiggy, about the soft feel of her tortoiseshell coat and how they used to rub heads first thing in the morning. She had to blink her eyes hard so she didn't cry. After she had fed the guinea pig, Cathy said it was time for tea. Where's Bernie? asked Pearl. Oh, she's just popped out to do a bit of shopping, said Jamal cheerfully. She's coming back to get you about seven. There were sausage rolls and mini pizzas and little sandwiches cut into animal shapes. There was coke and jam tarts and chocolate cake. Baby stuff, thought Pearl scornfully. She did her best to eat, but the food kept sticking halfway down. Aren't you feeling well, Pearl? Cathy put her arm round Pearl's shoulders. You don't have to eat if you don't want to. Pearl wriggled away furiously. She felt her eyes sting and her nose began to prickle. I want to go home, she gasped. I'll phone Bernie, said Jamal. It's all right, Pearl. We'll ask Bernie to take you back to Jenny's house early. Don't cry, love. I'm not crying, shouted Pearl. I want to go really home. Not Jenny's house. My own home on the boat. I want my own real mum, and I want Tiggy back too. <laughs> oh dear, said Cathy. She looked helplessly at Jamal. Pearl, you can't go home, said Jamal gently. Your mum's not well enough to look after you anymore. <gasps> yes, she is, shouted Pearl. She just needs me to go home and make her better. <laughs> Why won't anyone let me go home? That night, after Jenny had kissed her goodnight, Pearl got out of bed and opened her wardrobe door. Right at the back of the wardrobe, underneath a heap of shoes, was a cardboard box. Pearl reached inside and drew out a book. On the cover was an apple tree by moonlight. She turned to page 64. Whenever the moon and stars are set, whenever the wind is high, all night long in the dark and wet a man goes riding by. Late in the night when the fires are out, why does he gallop and gallop about? She whispered the words softly to herself. That was a poem she and Mum loved especially. She turned to the front of the book and stroked the writing on the inside page. It said, To Pearl, my treasure, with all my love, Mummy, kiss, 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 kiss. Then she hid the book carefully in its cardboard box and climbed into bed. 
She twisted her hair tightly round her finger. She closed her eyes and went inside her head. Then she was back on the canal. Underneath her, the boat rocked gently. In the next room, Mum was playing the guitar and singing, and through the open window drifted the sweet scent of elderflowers. Chapter Two Mrs. Parsons, tell Pearl Lovett to move. She's sitting in my place. No, she's not, Amy. I'm afraid I've moved you to the table in front of my desk. Perhaps that way you'll get some work done today. Amy Perkins scowled and gave Pearl's chair a sly kick as she dragged her bag over to a single table right underneath Mrs. Parsons' nose. Just you wait till break, she hissed. I heard that, Amy, said Mrs. Parsons. See me at break. Right, Pearl, dear. Can you come out to the front, please? I'm looking for someone with a good, clear voice to do the reading in assembly tomorrow.